This is episode 16 of Essential Oils by Design. Hi, everyone. You're listening to Essential Oils by Design, the podcast about essential oils and human design and how they work so beautifully together. We're your hosts, Nani Chisire and Raz Isbel, and there are three things we are both passionate about. Essential oils, human design, and making the world a better place by helping people get both in their lives. And once again, I just want to pop in and apologize for the quality of the audio, in particular the audio of my voice on this particular episode. We had some audio issues with the first two parts of our business series, and Hopefully you can bear with us until our next episode where our high quality audio returns to normal. Thanks for putting up with it and on with the show. How are you, Raz? I'm good, thanks, Nani. How are you? Good. Once again, we continue on with business and your favorite topic. So today we're going to talk about business by design and we're going to talk about the centers. And again, this could be about your role as an entrepreneur or as an employee in a business. And this is going to take place over two episodes. And so we'll start with some today and finish them up in the next podcast. So the head center, the head center. And if, by the way, if you don't have your human design chart, you can grab one from mybodygraph.com. And the head center is right at the top of the chart. It's a triangle. If it's colored in, it will be colored in yellow. And the head center is the center for ideas and inspirations. If it's colored in and defined for you and it's yellow, you will have very consistent ideas and inspirations. If it's white, you'll be getting ideas and inspirations from all over the place. So what about in a business sense? If you have a defined head center, you are going to be very, very consistent in the way that you get your ideas and the way that you are inspired. And in fact, you are going to be a very inspiring person in your workplace or in your business, if it's your own business. And this can be a really wonderful thing because you can imagine, and most of us don't have a defined head center, this can be fantastic for those of us who are undefined to be around people who have a defined head center because there you are broadcasting out to the rest of us all of your ideas and inspirations and and we are feeding off those. So that can be a wonderful thing. The thing to remember when you have a defined head center is that not everyone does. And in fact, you will have people around you who will be getting ideas from all over the place. And you might be thinking, oh, for goodness sakes, can you rein it in a little bit? You know, your head seems to be all over the place. Well, yes, it is. In actual fact, it is all over the place because that's how they're designed. So just be very mindful of the fact that not everyone, in fact, most people are not designed like you are. Most people do have ideas and inspirations from everywhere and they're not as consistent and as potentially uh, linear in their thinking as you can be. Yes, that leads into the undefined head center and where you're being inspired from those around you. But you also can sometimes feel pressure because you're feeling pressure to make those thoughts, ideas, and inspirations turn into form. So you can 
be inspired by a lot of things and it's kind of exciting and fun, but you don't want to act on all of them because they are a lot of the time other people's questions. And so following your strategy is the key to answering that. You wait to actually, you like can be inspired by many things, but follow your strategy to figure out which ones that you should follow. That's right. There's going to be so many ideas and so many thoughts that you feel like you should be following up on. But if they don't show up for you, according to your strategy, don't do them. Yes, because you could decide one day, well, that's inspiring and go act on it. And the next day you're not lit up by it anymore. And then you will have a negative emotion, whatever that is for your type. Yeah. We just wanted to say too, if you do have a defined head, you will also by default have a defined Ajna center. And this can make you, as I alluded to before, quite set in your ways as far as your thinking is concerned. We sometimes refer to this as being perhaps a little bit pig-headed. And I'm sure those of you who have defined heads and ajnas, certainly in my experience when I've said that to people with defined heads and ajnas, they've had no issues with nodding their head in agreement that, yes, they can be a bit pig-headed. I think the most important thing about that is that not to try and change the fact that you're pig-headed, it's to understand that most other people are not designed like you and that they are not going to be so cemented in their ways. So Nani, some essential oils for the defined head centre to maybe get them a little bit more understanding because I don't think that the fact that very specific in the way they get their ideas and inspirations is a problem. I think sometimes the problem for them can be understanding other people. Yeah, I mean, I was actually thinking of Cyprus for both or undefined and defined because I think when you're open or undefined, you get all these things coming in, but you still just want to flow and you like want to be in the moment and let them go in and out your head. <laughs> like yes. you're your screen door you're just letting them flow through and it's exciting that they come and you wait for them to come in response and when you're defined you still also want to flow because I think you can get stuck because if your head is defined your ajna is as well and so sometimes you're just like looping through the one way you thought about something and you can get stuck so I think that could help with that flow as well what about you Raz anything to add The other one that might be nice for you to have too is wild orange because wild orange can kind of lighten the mood a little bit and allow you to see things in a, not necessarily see things from your own perspective in a different way, but to understand that everyone is different. So yeah, wild orange I think is another nice option. Next centre is the Ajna Centre Nani. Yes, the Ajna is the Center for Concrete Information Storage and Data Analysis. So if it's defined, and that means it's colored in, information gets in and sticks, and you have a consistent way of processing information. The beauty of it is that you can take it in and process like a certain way, and people know how you process it, so they can be certain about you as well. The challenge can be that you can hold on to fixed ideas and maybe not see that there's another way to think about something. And... Raz, maybe you can tell us about the undefined Ajna. Yes, the undefined Ajna has many, many ways of storing information, of processing information. And sometimes the open Ajna takes a little while to find that information. It can sometimes not be at their beck and call. So 
just bear that in mind and don't be hard on yourself if you don't necessarily remember where everything is. I think it's really, really important for people who have an open ajna to make sure that their filing system is as good as it can possibly be. And by filing system, I don't mean that one in their ajna. I actually mean that one in their laptop or in their mobile phone or in their you know, in their bookshelf or whatever it happens that they need access to at the time. So let that kind of organisational work do the heavy lifting for you in that area because I can tell you I have an open ajna and my open ajna can struggle sometimes to remember where things are or what I said Uh, That's another thing, very important to make sure that you take very good notes in meetings so that you go back and do what you said that you would do because it's very easy to forget these things with your open ajna. There's there's no central filing spot for it. It can go anywhere in that ajna of yours. And believe me, there are many, 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 many places to put information in an open ajna. So, yeah, make it easy on yourself. Take notes, have good filing systems all that kind of stuff with your open ajna. Yeah, you might struggle to be certain, but you're actually here to have lots of ways to look at something. So you are an asset in that way because you can see things from multiple points of view. Absolutely. And also what you'll find with your open ajna is that when you've been doing a particular role for a while and you get good at it, you know, the the benefits that experience and time will bring you you will be able to bring a level of expertise to a role that is very unique because with your open ajna you're able to look at that particular situation from many perspectives and learn about it and be wise about it and be able to help other people with it so that's something you know that might if if you're trying to think of what it is that you should be doing if you have an open ajna make sure that you learn what it is that you're passionate about in many, many ways so that you can share it in many, many ways because you have this wisdom. What oil would you recommend for the Ajna? So I'll keep coming back to rosemary. Rosemary is mm-hmm. a good oil for memory. And this is it's kind of like my first port of call because with my open Ajna, I know I get affected by not being able to remember things very well. Another oil that I referred to last week in tune the focus blend that can actually be a really good oil too for the open ajna so that it's kind of being focused when it needs to be focused and i would say for the defined ajna lime came to me and it's like kind of the zest for life and being in the moment because i think sometimes you need to break out of the way you've always thought about something because it's can be hard to break out of that when it's defined because you have a defined way of thinking about something. Yeah, absolutely. So shall we move to the throat center now, Nani? Yes. So when you've got a defined throat, you're very consistent in the way that you communicate. So your communication takes all forms. It can be speech, of course. It can be writing. It can be art and the way that you express yourself creatively that's definitely a very important form of communication so when you have a defined throat you're going to be very very consistent in these ways of communicating so in all the types except the reflector can have a defined throat 
So if you have a defined throat, you're very consistent. If you have an undefined throat, you're taking in communication energy from all over the place. You can speak in many ways. You can write in many ways. Your creative expression comes out in many, many ways. It's your ability to take in communication from all around and express what the people that you are around want to hear. And I love giving this example because I think people with open throats can sometimes think, oh, it's not fair, I don't have a defined throat. But Oprah has an open throat and Oprah is able to use it to perfection because she's able to take in what the people around her want to hear take in that communication energy and then express it in a way that people are able to hear. Yeah. I wanted to just say something about all of the types, except for the manifesting generator, because there, even if you have a defined throat and you're a generator, you still need to be recognized to be heard. And an example of this, and it's happened to me before, is like, think about being in a meeting and you just shout out, what you're thinking about something, maybe not shout, but you just speak up and people dismiss what you are saying. But if you would wait and they ask you for your opinion, then there's like so much power in what you have to say. And it's not like you're going to be quiet all the time, but in certain positions or if you have clients that already want what you have, you're in that position of being recognized. So it's not like you're not ever going to just be recognized, but just think about it. Sometimes wait, just waiting can actually give you more power. There's that element of trust, isn't there? Trusting that in your silence, you will be recognized and you will be. Just have to trust. Try it. That's what I always say. Try it. Give it two weeks. For two weeks, keep your mouth shut and watch people come to you, watch people ask you for your thoughts and opinions, ask you for your advice, ask you to comment on something. And then once you've watched them ask you, listen to the gold that comes out of your mouth because that's the way it works. That's the way the energy works if you trust. Give it a go. And so the the essential oil, I actually would recommend a blend for this one. I know we've talked about lavender and spearmint a lot, but balance, which is the grounding blend, can kind of make you just feel grounded and maybe help you wait a little bit or just, you know, wait to be recognized. So that's what I would recommend. Yeah. And once again, as you just said, Nani, we've talked about lavender and spearmint for the throat, for either the defined or the undefined throat. I think... Just to add to your comments about balance, the grounding blend, I think um, geranium is another beautiful oil for the undefined throat, particularly beautiful oil for everyone, but it's it's an oil that will help you to build that trust muscle and to actually sit and wait and know that you will be looked after if you work according to your strategy and with your open throat your strategy is to wait to be recognized and you need to trust to do that the next center is the g center sometimes called the self center and it's the center for love and direction if you have a defined g center you probably know where you're going or maybe the direction of your business if that's the case or if you have the undefined g you may not know the direction for your business and that's because you can shift the direction 
all the time because you're open to many different paths of doing things. And this one actually, Roz and I are both doing doTERRA businesses. And I was taught to figure out my why and like have that be this path in this life direction for me. And I think this is taught for many businesses. And that felt right to me and felt good to me. And I thought everyone felt that way and that everyone should do it that way. But then she made me realize that she's like, no, my my why changes every day. And I just follow what is loving or what direction I'm I'm pulled to that day. So not everyone needs to have this defined path and it's not right for everyone. So that was interesting to me. I think Roz had something to say over there. (laughs) Yeah. Undefined Gs never really know what's around the corner for them. Undefined G-centered people are designed to have many different careers, many different work situations. They're not designed to do the same thing when it comes to work. So if you have an undefined G and you've had lots and lots of jobs or you've changed career a few times, don't beat yourself up. That's the way that you are designed. That is absolutely correct for you. And you may very well have a few more coming your way. So don't feel like that's a shortcoming. It's not at all. It's the way you're designed. You're not designed to do the one thing all your life. Yeah. And if you have an open G, something that can help you because you may struggle to feel like you have to have this direction because you're taught by so many people that you should, but geography and just like the right place that you're working or the right location visit like the right city that you're living in the right office space or the right way your office is designed can be really helpful to make you feel more grounded i'm sure raz has more tips for this yeah yeah Um, when you have a defined g you have this strong sense of self you know who you are you know where you're headed And that's kind of all nicely wrapped up in a bow and beautifully self-contained. But when you have an open G, you don't have access to that kind of energy. But what you do have access to is understanding people at a very, very deep level. So I encourage you, if you have an open G, to use this in your business or use this in your role as an employee, use this in your work. The fact that you know who it is that you're standing beside before they even open their mouth can be such a benefit. I mean, you can be working with somebody on the other side of the world online, tap into their aura with your open G and get who they are and what lights them up, what fills their soul with joy, what makes them happy. And this is a real gift I mean, there are some aspects of having an open G, which can be very challenging, particularly for the age of 40. Very, very challenging. And you might want to go back and have a listen to our episode on the energy centres back. I think it was episode four. We probably covered off the G centre. But please just be very aware of the fact that you have this incredible ability to tap into other people at a very, very deep, soulful level and know what it is that they need to hear or want to hear. I would say you also want to be around people that are, I don't know, that make you feel good or I don't know, just the right people. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. You want to be around the right people because you can take on identities of the people that you're around. And I say this because I've watched people become 
I don't know, say their manager or something, they're frustrated with their manager, but they're becoming like them. And so I don't know, I guess you might have to leave a job if that's a situation where you can't get away from them or just understanding that this is possible is something good for you to know. I think one of the things that I've struggled with throughout my life is an intolerance for being around negative people. I have a very, very low tolerance for being around negative people. I will absolutely remove myself from the situation. And mine is the open G. It's not the open solar plexus. I'm not talking about emotions here. I'm talking about, I don't know, this general negativity that I can pick up on very easily. I don't choose to partake in it. And I think if you have an open G, it's a really, really important thing to understand that you have the right to remove yourself from that situation. And in fact, it is very healthy for you to do that and very unhealthy for you to stay when people's vibes are bringing you down. And this goes Mm -hmm. for the solar plexus as well, of course. What about an essential oil for the G Centre, Nani? I'm actually going to give you a blend that I came up with and I call it like I trust myself. This could be for the undefined or the defined G because you need to trust if you have a defined path and there are people around you that don't have that, you might feel like you're supposed to be trying lots of different things. But if just trusting in your path or if you have an open G, trusting that whatever you're inspired to do is your path. And it might be for that day or it might be for that hour, whatever you're doing. So I would say bergamot because that's like accepting your inner knowing and having confidence in knowing what you know. So I'll give you even the drops for this. So four drops of bergamot, two drops of marjoram. So marjoram teaches you trust and openness so you can feel safe being connected to yourself and other people. And then two drops of frankincense. And this would be in a 10 milliliter rollerball and you fill the rest with fractionated coconut oil. And frankincense is going to allow you to let go of the negativity that you've collected from outside yourself, like Roz was talking about. If you have found yourself around negative vibes, they can just help let that go. So again, four drops bergamot, two drops marjoram, and two drops frankincense. Let's move on to the spleen center, Nani. Okay. Okay, so the spleen center is the center for immunity. It's the center for intuition and instinct, and it's the center for timing. And from a work perspective, I think the most important thing for us to understand is how it affects our ability to to keep chugging through when we might not be feeling so great. If you have a defined spleen centre, you have a very strong immune system and you will keep going whether or not you are healthy enough or well enough to keep going you push through, you don't necessarily feel what's going on in your body because your immune system is so, so strong. So to be very, very wary of this because what you can find will happen is you can be coming down with a virus and not even know you have the virus until you have a temperature of 104 degrees and all of a sudden you can't go to work because you cannot get out of bed. So you need to be very, very aware that this can be going on inside your body. And when you do suspect even the slightest hint of not being well, that you take notice of it, that you use your essential oils, you use your immunity blend, you use these things to remove any threats from your body so that you make yourself well as quickly as possible. Because believe me, you can get sick very quickly without realizing it. 
On the other hand, if you have the open spleen, you have a very sensitive immune system. You know when something is wrong. Now, those of you with an open spleen may have had a lifelong experience of feeling like or being told that you were a hypochondriac, that you know, every time you get some tiny little thing wrong with you, you feel it. But the fact is you do. You do feel it. And it is very important for you to acknowledge those little niggles that you get and rest when your body is telling you to rest. Because like the defined spleen center, you can get sick if you try and push through. But as an undefined spleen center, as a white spleen center, you'll find it much harder to push through because you don't have that same strength of your immune system. In business too, with the open spleen, I mean, the spleen has to do with time. So sometimes you might lose track of time and that can actually affect you more in business than it would in maybe your personal life because you may get so lost in your work that you forgot you were supposed to be at a meeting or something like that. Absolutely. And another way that that will show up for you is you don't know how long it will take you to get something done. When you have a defined set spleen centre, you've got a really, really good understanding of how long it takes to do things, how long it will take you to get somewhere. You really have a good understanding of time. When you have an undefined spleen centre, you might have a project to do, but you have no idea how long it's going to take to get done or you underestimate how long it will take to get done or you overestimate how long it will take to get done. So a really good idea for you is to start logging how long it takes you to do things. How long does it take you to write a blog post? How long does it take you to do the payroll every week? How long does it take you to do these specific tasks that you are responsible for doing? Because otherwise you can find yourself being the one that stays back after work because you haven't been able to get the job done in the required amount of time. You also might hold on to things longer than you should. And just quickly about that, that might mean that you might stay in a job longer than you should or other things that you hold on to. And this is also the center for all the fear gates. And we're not going to go into detail because we did a whole other podcast episode on the gates of of the spleen. But obviously, fear can hold you back in, in the world of business. Certainly can. Yeah, so that was episode nine. For those of you who are interested, just have a look at the fears of the spleen episode and we'll go into we go into a lot of detail there. So what about essential oils for the spleen, Nani? On guard, which is called the protective blend, is I would say for both defined and undefined, it would be a really good one. Absolutely. And I, I even I would say when I'm in a workspace where I'm around a lot of people, I actually make myself a spray. And I spray off my surfaces, kind of like energetic cleansing, but also like a literal cleansing of my space. Yeah. The other one, once again, it probably seems quite obvious, but it's coming to me strongly right now to, to mention it, is the what we call in Australia Easy Air, and I think in the States yeah. it's called Breathe. Yep. It's just a really great oil blend for supporting your breath, for supporting your lungs, for supporting... You know, that sort of first point of call when it comes to getting sick, just keeping that area as, as strong and safe as possible. The next centre is the emotional solar plexus, and we've talked about this so much, haven't we, Nani? And we will yes. continue to talk about it because it is such an important centre. But, Nani, you've got an undefined emotional solar plexus. 
Do you want to tell us what that looks like from a business perspective? Yes. Well, for one thing, if you're in an office environment or if you're working with a client, you're taking in the emotions of the people around you and amplifying them. So if they're happy, you're probably happy too, or feeling the happiness. But if they're frustrated, which can happen a lot at certain points in in probably every day, you're you're also feeling that. And so sometimes I personally like to work from home part of the week because I like to be in the energy free space. I don't know if you have that option, but that's one thing that can help. And just if you know that you have an open or undefined emotional solar plexus, just knowing that those that energy is not yours is really helpful because you're like, oh, I'm am I frustrated or is the frustration just around me? And sometimes just like going out for a little walk while you're at the office can be really helpful for 15 minutes and then you come back and feel a little different. So the other thing about the emotional or undefined emotional solar plexus is that you like try to avoid truth and conflict and disrupting other people's emotional waves or whatever. So like if you're an entrepreneur, you might be conflict avoidant of asking that client who owes you money to pay you or different things like that where you can just get stuck because you're worrying about what other people are feeling. Yeah, because if they get cross or angry or upset, you tend to feel it multiplied, don't you? And the important thing for you to understand is that it's not yours. It's theirs. It's not yours. So if you can possibly divorce yourself from any emotional feelings around you by pushing back on it, by holding your own auric space, whatever that looks like for you, that will help you a lot. And when you have a defined emotional solar plexus, when it's coloured in brown, you have your own emotional wave. So you have your highs, you have your lows. There is very little that you can do about it because it's part of who you are. It's important for you to understand that it's a big part of who you are. When you're high in your emotional wave, everything seems fantastic. When you're low on your emotional wave, perhaps not so much, but that's a great time for you to go inwards, for you to perhaps isolate yourself from other people and go and do some creative work go and work out what decisions need to be made because when you are emotionally defined you're not designed to make decisions in the moment you're designed to make them with the clarity that time brings you and part of that time span is working through your emotional wave because when you're high in your emotional wave everything seems like a good idea but when you're low on your emotional wave not so much. Only those things that really are for you, that energetically are correct for you, will still seem like they're a good idea when you are low on your way. So when you're low on your way and you've got some decisions to make about your business, about your career, about what it is that you do, go and make those decisions when you're low on your way. And when, conversely, when you're open or undefined in the emotional solar plexus, you need to make decisions in the moment. That's how you're designed. If you wait, if somebody tells you, oh, go away and have a think about it, you can humour them and go away, but don't continue to think about it. Stick to your guns because whatever decision comes to you in the moment is the, going to be the correct decision for you. So there are a couple essential or a few essential oils that I would pick for the emotional solar plexus, whether you're defined or undefined. I'd say peppermint teaches you strength to face your emotional reality. Wild orange allows you to see that emotions are a gift to you and not a burden. And then vetiver helps you find relief 
from emotions, but not avoidance of emotions. So vetiver can help relieve them, which could be good for either defined or undefined. Yeah. And the other one that I love as an emotionally defined person, and this is not so much to do with from a business perspective, this is much more to do with being low on my wave and getting my frequency up just enough so that I'm not feeling bad, whatever that happens to look like at the time. The one that I love for that is elevation because as soon as I take a sniff of elevation, which is the joyful blend in doTERRA, as soon as I take that sniff, I'm all of a sudden off the floor of my emotional wave. I'm lifted a little bit higher. And the more I can do that quickly, the more I'm teaching my neural pathways what that new low is, which isn't quite as low as it used to be. So thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you would like to get essential oils in your life and you don't already have a doTERRA essential oils account, Nani and I both have essential oils businesses and we would love to get you started. So you can go to either of our websites, that's buwithnani.com or findyournaturalgroove.com is my website. And you'll also be able to see there what we do with human design because we both have human design businesses as well. If you have enjoyed this podcast, we would love it if you could take some time to show us that we are on the right track or maybe we're on the wrong track. But if you could take some time to let us know how we're doing If that involves a five-star rating, that would be amazing. But if you could leave us a review, we would be really grateful. It helps us, as I said, to know what you think of what we're doing. It also helps other people to see what's going on over here at Essential Oils by Design. So thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. See you, Naomi. See you, Raz. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.